Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. To hear his gentle voice For guidance and direction Where to go I opened up my heart To know the perfect will of God His will is what I need His perfect will As I spend so many hours in the presence of the Lord I calmed down and began to hear his voice the lovely voice of God your tender voice revealing the mysteries of your will the crossroads of my life No other voice compares, oh no It's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard The lovely voice of God The Spirit entered into words he spoke to me, they were spirit, they were life. The visions and dreams, oh how they turned my life around and brought direction for my ministry. As I rose up from my knees, there was a mantle now for me. From grace for mighty words, and I will never, never be the same. The lovely voice of God, your tender voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice compares. The sweetest sound my heart has ever heard The lovely voice of God The lovely voice of God Your tender voice revealing The mysteries of your will At the crossroads of my life Sweetest sound my heart has ever heard The lovely voice of
Hallelujah. Wow, are you not excited to hear the lovely voice of God? Wow. Well, we want to spend some time in prayer. We want to spend some time to pray before we receive the word of God. We want to pray for the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Jesus said in John 14, 26, that the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, when he comes, he will teach you. And he will bring all things to your remembrance. So I want to pray and ask the Holy Spirit that this morning as we have come into his presence, he will teach us. He will teach us. He will teach us. Lift up your voice wherever you are. And just pray if you are at home. Also pray. Also pray right now. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, speak to us. 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 We have not come to hear from a man, but we have come to hear from you. Oh, yes, Lord. Speak your word into our hearts. Speak to us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And I will overcome. We will overcome that God's word will profit us. Where there's a lack of faith, that the Holy Spirit Himself will minister faith and confidence in His word and His power. Pray right now. Where there is pride, pray that the Holy Spirit will help us to humble ourselves. Where there is sin as a blockade to God's word, that the Holy Spirit Himself will cleanse us of our sins in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Where there is deception, the Holy Spirit will reveal the truth to us. That the light of the word of God, the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus will shine through. Will shine through. Will shine through. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That God's word that is spoken to you today will not return to him void but it will accomplish that which it has been sent for Rapa totalibos, 
Lift up your voice wherever you are and rebuke the devil right now. Rebuke the evil one right now. Every plan that he has for you, every plan that he has for you, rebuke it right now. Rebuke it right now. In the name of Jesus, as we came before God's word, every plan of the devil against your life, against your life, be rebuke now. Be rebuke now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Rebuke it now. Rebuke it now. Every scheme, every plan, every strategy to prevent the word of God from bearing fruit, from profiting you, Lord. We rebuke it. We rebuke it now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Right now, declare that the word of God will be a blessing to you. Declare it right now in your home, in your bedroom, in your living room, where a church. Declare it that I will be blessed. No matter what, I will be blessed. I will have what God has for me. Whatever God has planned for me, through His word, I will have it today. In the name of Jesus. 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 I declare. I declare. I will be blessed. I blessed by God's word. God's word. I declare. I declare. I will not leave this place. I will not leave this place. I declare. I will not leave this place. I'm filled. I declare. I will not leave this place with an evil spirit. I declare that I will live with a blessing. I declare that my spirit will be lifted up. I declare yes, Lord. that today, by God's word, God's will, God's will and His purpose will be done in my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Just thank God. We thank you. Thank Him right now. We thank you, Lord. Thank Him that we are blessed. Thank him for the blessing of his word. Thank him for the blessedness of his word. Today in the name of Jesus. That what he has planned to do. He will do it in you. That he will do it in you. He will do it in us. He will do it in us. We bless you Lord. He who has begun a good work. He will bring it to a perfect end. Thank him for perfection. Thank him for his perfection. In your life. In the name of Jesus. We name. give you glory. Oh yes, Lord. We give you praise. Oh hallelujah. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. We declare that today, by the entrance of your word, light and understanding will come into our lives. In the name of Jesus, we declare that we will leave the service blessed. By the end of this service, we'll be closer to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. That the plan of the devil will not come to pass. It will not be fulfilled. In Jesus' mighty name. That your word will be sweeter. Your word will be understandable. Your word will be profitable. Your word will be uplifting. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. 
in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Say your loudest, Amen. Amen. Wonderful, wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of God. I believe that God has something fantastic for us today. And I know we will definitely be blessed. I want to say a big welcome to those of you who are at home watching us. Um, be part of the service and let us flow and let's be happy. Like the prophet said last week, let us all get Bluetooth speakers. You know, Bluetooth. This, this week I met somebody. Actually, yesterday I met somebody. The person said to me, when you are having the service at home, it's not the same as um, when you are in church and uh, the feel. So I told the person, watch it on your TV. Many of you can, um, through your phone, um, whatever you call it, share it on your TV and watch it on your TV. Then I become bigger. Many of you are watching me. You, th you think I've lost weight out of hunger. But it's, it's, it's when you watch me on a Who Are We phone, by all means, that's what you will think. It's small. Do you get it? So, so beam it on your television. Get Bluetooth speakers so that the sound is heavy. Because those of us here, we are enjoying heavy sound. When we see glory, God, we feel a certain power. Do, do you understand? So you to get a Bluetooth speaker so that it can boom very loud and very strong. And you can enjoy the service. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Well, it's a pleasure to share with you. After I finish preaching, I'll make two very important announcements. Please don't log off after I finish preaching. Those announcements may be the announcements that will change your life. All right? Wonderful. Well, Ephesians chapter, chapter 1 is the piece of scripture I'm preaching from. I'm preaching on the subject, A Closer Walk with Jesus. Hallelujah. The title of my message is, A Closer Walk with with Jesus, okay? And today I'm preaching, today you can call today's message a little grace, a little peace. I said what? A little grace, a little peace, all right? Ephesians chapter number one, it says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus and the faithful in Christ Jesus. Verse two, Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's all read in verse 1 and 2. If you are here, if you are at home, everybody reading. Verse 1, it says, Paul, once you have finished grade 4, you can read this. Let's start again. By the will of God. And to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Wonderful. A little grace, a little peace. Say with me, a little grace, a little peace. A little grace, a little peace. Hallelujah. So I started, let me just give you a 10 minutes recap of what I've said so far or shorter recap. I said from verse 1, we are learning how to walk closely with God. So here, Paul is writing to the church in Ephesus and teaching them how to develop a closer relationship with God. If you don't have a close relationship with somebody, you cannot walk with him. 
Do you get it? The Bible says, can two walk together except they be agreed? Amos chapter 3, verse 3. Okay, the African version says that Amos 3, verse 3, people are not people. Do you get it? That's the African version. Yeah, people, people, people are not people. That's the Zulu version. But to say but that's the Kosa, that's the Sutu version. But to say but yeah, so can two walk together except they be agreed? So for you to walk with somebody and have it, you must agree with the person. The reason why there's now a gap between me and you is because we don't agree. This is not even what I'm pre- This is just like I came to this side and it was Bluetooth to me. <laughs> the reason why you and your mother are not close anymore is because you don't agree. The reason why you and your beloved are not close anymore is because you don't agree. The reason why you and your husband are not close anymore. Now is that we don't talk anymore. We don't laugh anymore. We don't kiss anymore. We don't... Have you not heard the song? Ah, when I say we don't talk anymore, then you say, Hey, why, why are you being like you don't know that? We don't talk anymore. We don't kiss anymore. We don't walk anymore. Well, the reason is very simple. You do not agree. Hallelujah. So, until we learn to agree with God, not God agree with us. You came to meet God. How can he agree with you? Is you have to agree with God. We came to meet God. We came to, God is already doing his something. Say his something. He's already doing his something in this world. Then we've gotten a chance to come into the world. Now we want God to agree with us. No, we must now agree with God, align with God. Now when we agree with God, we can now walk together with God. Hallelujah. So Paul is teaching the children of Ephesus how to walk closely with God. And he starts his letter. So you can take it as Paul's letter to KwaZulu-Natal or Paul's letter to Peter Marisbeck. Or Paul's letter to Deben, for those of you on Deben. Paul's letter to Deben. Okay? And Paul is saying that this letter is number one to the saints who are in Christ. It's not to the, the mayor. It's not to those who are walking on the street. It's to the saints who are in Christ. And I mentioned last week that it's important that you are born again and you are in Christ. Because one day, God is going to come and he's going to judge the living and the dead. And Bible says in Revelation 15 that the books will be open. It says, and I saw a great white throne from whose presence death, hell, and Hades fled. And the sea gave up its dead. All the people who died in the sea, the sea vomited them and they came out. And death and hell also gave up the dead. I, I, I in that scripture, I don't even understand it properly. So it means those who have already gone to hell, they will still be brought again to be judged and sent to hell again. I, I don't even know. But it says, once you have existed, wherever you are hiding, basically that scripture, it says, wherever you died at, wherever you are hiding, whether Kosovo, whether Baghdad, whether Iraq, wherever you went to die at, it will give you up. So that you can come before that great white throne. And at that great white throne, what will happen there? There will be judgment. God will judge the living and the dead. The Bible says, and the books were open. 
And everybody was judged according to what was written in the book. And another book was opened called the book of life. Revelations 15. Called the book of life. And whosoever's name was not found written in that book was cast into the lake that was burning in fire. This is the book that has those who are going to heaven. In it. it doesn't have those who are going to hell. That's it. It just has, if your name is in that book, you are going to heaven. It doesn't matter whether your mother is tall or short. If your name is not in that book, you are going to hell. Hey, pastor, that's for me. My mother, she started to take me to church when I was age one. It doesn't matter. If your name is not in that book, you are going to hell. Yeah. So Paul said, look, let's stop playing games. If you are in the church, let's stop playing church. I've been in the church longer than anybody. It doesn't matter. You can even be Methuselah in the church. If your name is not in that book. Oh, Bishop knows my name. He even has my WhatsApp number. He even has my private number and then my WhatsApp. It doesn't matter. That book doesn't belong to me. It belongs to God. Yeah, it belongs to God. Even me, sometimes I have people's number on my phone. After some time, I delete it. Even me, it's not, not even out of, it's not everything is out of anger. Sometimes the, the thing is full. Do you see? It's full. <laughs> I'm trying to laugh, but the laughter is now loading, please. you delete it because it's full I mean I was trying to do something some Facebook something which people have to watch on my page and then Facebook said I've reached my maximum friends does it happen to you it doesn't happen to you you don't have many friends that, that's the reason <laughs> if it doesn't happen to you that's the reason why that's, you thought you were popular but now you see you are not popular <laughs> I'm just joking. It's Sunday morning, please. Do you get it? So after after a while, I look at somebody, I see their name. Ishmael Albal Bazo. I don't know. Delete. So that I can make space for, for the name that I know. Google to Pampampa. Then I add. Do you, do you get it? <laughs> because as for Google to Pampampa, by all means, I know a Google, but I don't know an Abdul. Do you get it? I don't know. I mean, it's very hard for me to know an Abdul or Razak. Do you get it? Uh-huh. The closest to that I know, the person is called Rashid. Even that person has changed his name from Rashid to Rash Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. But if you don't use it, do you use it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I had this, I went to high school with him. I've known him since 1989. 13th, 14th September, 1989. Yeah, that's the closest. So I have to delete. What brought all this delete? Why, why, why are we here? So make sure that your name is in the book of life. I said make sure that your name is in the book of life. So Paul said to the saints which are in Christ. How do you get your name to be in the book of life? You surrender your life to Jesus. You accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Accept you. You don't have to go and pay a bribe. You ask, you put your faith in Jesus and you pray the sinner's prayer publicly. Hey, Pastor, but I'm going to pray it on my phone. You pray it publicly. Yeah. That's it. Then he says, also in addition to the saints, it's to the faithful. It's to the faithful. So this exercise, Paul is already teaching us how. How to 
to behave as Christians in the church. After you are born again, the next thing God expects of you is faithfulness. Say amen. amen. Faithfulness. I said a faithful person. The Bible says, all men, Proverbs 20 verse 6 or 620, all men, every man or most men will proclaim each one his own goodness. But a faithful man who can find it? If you ask everybody, they'll all say, we are faithful. Oh, we are good. Oh, no, no, no. I am good. I'm even gooder than you. So, oh, are you talking about good? I'm good. I'm very good. Yes, I'm the, defini- I'm, I'm the blueprint. I'm the epitome of good. I'm the blueprint. I'm the prototype. I'm the masterpiece of being good. Yeah, I'm good. He said, most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. It's not easy to find a faithful man. And I said, to be faithful means to be dependable, to be constant. In this case, if you, let's just use constant. To be constant, you don't change the way you are. What you say you believe, that's what you believe. You don't change it in the mid, in midstream. You say we are going to Joburg. We are all sitting in the, in the car. You are driving to Joburg. We read Lady Smith. Or, uh, who is on the way? Lady Smith. Harry Smith. Uh-huh. We reach Harry Smith. You see Harry, then you remember some of your schoolmate who live in Harry Smith. You say, no, now we are going to Harry Smith. You turn to Harry Smith. I mean, how? Meanwhile, we have paid for you to take us to Jobek. Do, do, do you understand? So, it says, be faithful. If you say this is your church, be faithful in the church. Be faithful. You, you can't be in the church and have two faces. One face for us, another face for somebody. When you are with us, you say good things to us. You guys are the most anointed ever in the world. Somebody says, I'm not spiritual or something like that. Meanwhile, you should hear the comments the same person has made about me. I, I, I'm not even sure. Yeah, one time you tell us, oh, you, uh, oh, bishop, you are the bishop of all the bishops. That's when you get your salary. Now, when your money, when you are broke, now you say, bishop is very wicked. Yeah, because you are broke. No, his anointing is going down. His anointing is going down. That's why my salary couldn't last me to the end of the month. Why, why do you even change? I mean, how many of you sisters would like to marry a guy? The day he's married, so I'll love you till I die. Then two years, says, I've changed my mind. I love Lucy rather. I want to be with Lucy, please. At least you have had a chance for two years. I mean, I've helped you. There are so many unmarried women out there and I've helped you for two years. I've given you a chance. Allow other ladies to also have a chance. How many sisters, how many of you will like such a guy? Give me a wave. Give me a wave. If, okay, how many of you will not like such a guy? Give me a wave. Give Jesus a wave. Yeah. Yeah. God has told me that you are not the one. And usually when people want to do things They always blame God God really suffers No, God really suffers I'm telling you I mean, it's so painful that I mean, if I was God Some things will pain me I'm glad I'm not God But some things will pain me Because things that Even if I'm Satan Some things will pain me Because things that I've done Then they give the credit to God I mean, I'm so disappointed I mean, then they give God the credit I mean, they give all the credit to God yeah, I, 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 it's like this one. I did it. 
then you are giving the credit to God. And the flip side is that God is always blamed for everything. Even things that Satan has also done. Then they blame God for it. Somebody, if God really loves us, why would he allow Corona to come? Yeah. Somebody say amen. I'm just doing a roundup. I don't know why my time is going so quickly. Now to today's message. A little grace, a little peace. A little grace, a little grace, a little grace. Verse 2, let's go. Ephesians. It says, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, after Paul has settled and and told them exactly who he's writing to and what they must do. The first thing he wishes for them is grace. He says, a little grace be unto you. A little peace unto you. The first thing he wishes for them is grace and peace. Now, like I said in the beginning, it's important that we align ourselves with God. The way God thinks. How do you know how God thinks? By reading the Bible from the word of God. Do you get it? Now, you can see from this scripture that Paul really values grace and peace. Today's Christians don't value grace and peace. If you went to see a pastor to pray for you, I have never, I've been a pastor from 2002 up till today. I don't know about tomorrow, but up till today. By the grace of God, we will survive. Up to today. Nobody has come to see me to say, pray for me. For grace and peace. No. No, 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 no. Usually when people come that I should pray for, I usually like, what do you want me to pray for? Because don't, don't assume that what you think the person needs is what they need or what they want. Not everybody wants what they need. You can put it on your status. Not everybody wants what they need. Yeah, that's why when Jesus met the blind man and the blind man cried to Jesus, Jesus, son of David, help me. Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Blind Bartimaeus. Now, you would have thought that, ah, but it's obvious. I bought Jesus. The guy is, even his name is part of his problem. His name is Blind Bartimaeus. So what else will he want? I'll tell you two stories. No, don't think that everybody wants what you think they need. No, no, no. He asked then the guy said, that I may see. So Jesus, because maybe he needs, he wants a car. He doesn't want to see. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be surprised. I tell you one first story. Many years ago, a, there was, a, there was a, a popular evangelist who came to town and he did miracles. This type of bonkies. I think it was bonky. Now there was this guy, it was bonky. There was this guy who was crippled. Like he couldn't walk. These two stories. Now, how many stories do you want? Two or three? <laughs> three. Okay, first one. There was this guy who couldn't walk. And in the, in the, in the program, the guy got healed. Oh, wow. Now, he was happy suddenly. But after he thought about it, then he became sad. So everybody was worried. Do you know why he became sad? He used to sit by the road to beg. So now that because he's a cripple, he can't work disabled. But now that he can walk, and everybody has seen that he can walk, what job is he going to do tomorrow when he goes to the office? 
How would he work? That's yeah. So don't think that people want. Now he's jobless. Second, second one. One day, a lady came to see me to pray for her. Now this lady was HIV positive. So when he came that she came that I should pray for her. I thought that's what she wanted. So she just, she told me her story. She's HIV positive. This, that, this, this, this. I said, okay. So do you want? So I asked her, do you want the positive to become negative? She said to me, no. Because I have to know before I start praying. So I said, oh. She said, no. I said, why? So I said, what do you want? She says, I'm going to Sasa tomorrow. Pray for me that I get the grant. Yeah. Pray for me that I get the grant. So you would think that, Tyler, you remember that story, right? Yeah. You would think that people want what they need. No. They don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said, pray for me that when I go, I will get the grant. Yeah. Third story. When I finish, beg the internet people to give me more time. Third story. One day, many years ago, they were building a road. And there was this beggar down the road. The road was a slope. So they were building up to join the side. Now, this beggar, I wish I could sit. No, you're not today. He used to sit by the crippled like that. Then, as they were working on the road, there was an accident. And you know these trucks that they used to level the road? We call it a roller. Yeah, it tipped off from the top. So, it was rolling down. Coming, coming. So, everybody was running away. Everybody was escaping. Now, it kept coming. Then it started to go towards the cripple. But at that time, everybody was running for their lives. So, nobody really took note. So, if the, if the, if the, the guy was sitting here, he was sitting, I can sit next. Good. If the guy was sitting here, there was a shop behind him. So, the roller came all the way from there. Crashed everything in the way and ran into the shop and crashed the shop. Okay. After about two, three, four minutes, when everybody calmed down, the next thing we saw was that the beggar, he was sitting at the same spot. <laughs> Look, this is not a story I heard, it's what I have seen it before. He was sitting there. A little grace, a little peace. So he was sitting there. As he was sitting there, I mean, everybody was like, oh, yeah, is everybody okay? So then it occurred to somebody that, ah, how did the roller pass here? Because it has broken things all over here. Even, even where he was sitting, it has broken the place. But the guy is still sitting there. How did the roller miss the guy? A little grace. A little piece. How did it miss him? Everybody was surprised. He got away and came back. Then the boys in the areas, they put two and two together and said, no, 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 no. This guy is not a cripple. Then they said, they are going to beat him. He said, I'm a cripple. He said, we'll beat you. I'm a... As soon as they charged, he got up and he started to run. Put your hands together for Jesus. Now, I am saying that 
Look, I have been a pastor for a long time. Nobody comes to see me to say that. Pray for me for grace. For a little grace and a little peace. No, never. Everybody, I need a job. I need a car. I need a house. But look, you will be surprised. As you read Paul's letters, you will realize that, look, Paul really valued grace, which is the help of God and peace. And he really valued Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. Paul wrote to the the people of Philippi. Philippians chapter 1. We are reading verse 1. Paul and Timotheus, the servant of Jesus Christ to all the saints in Christ. Once again, you see it's important to be in Christ. All the saints in Christ, which are at Philippi, with the bishops and deacons. Verse 2. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. He wrote to the people of... He, it's, it's a fair, once he finishes introducing himself, the first thing he prays for the people is for grace. That they may have a little grace and a little peace. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. From today, may you begin to value grace and may you begin to value peace. By the time we finish this, you will understand why grace and peace are so important. Colossae. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. An apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. And Timotheus, our brother. This is Timothy, okay? Timothy, our brother. Verse two. To the saints and faithful brethren in Christ Jesus, we at, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive grace wherever you are. Receive peace wherever you are. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. I said, Grace, a little grace. A little, that's what you need. I'm telling you, that's what we need as Christians a little grace and a little peace. Without grace, we cannot. I will explain to you what grace is. Then you will see that you need grace. Without peace. Look, without peace, you can't even enjoy what God has given you. You can't even enjoy what God has given you. A little grace. Paul and Silvanus and Timothy and to the church in Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ. Without grace and without peace, you are going nowhere to happen. Yeah. Let's read another one. Now let's, let's give it, give it look, it's all over the place. We, don't, we can't even go, Romans, Corinthians, is the same. Now let's see, he's talking to the pastors. He writes to Timothy. First Timothy chapter one. Now he's writing to the pastors. First Timothy, to the shepherds, to the Christian leaders, he's writing, he says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior, and the Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Verse 2. And to Timothy, he says, this letter is for my pastor, it's particularly for my pastor. He says, grace, mercy, 
He says, as for the pastor, they need one extra. They need grace. They need a little grace, a little mercy, and a little peace. They ask for pastors. They need a little grace, a little mercy, and a little peace. They need it. These are the things you need. Grace, mercy, and peace. Many of us do not value grace because we don't know what grace is. Grace, I start with, I explain what grace is, I explain what peace is, and then we, we, we conclude from there. Grace is actually supernatural help from God. When God prayed, when, when Paul prayed for grace to come upon them, what he was saying is that may God help you. David said, I lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from God, which made the heavens and the earth. When, they say, when Paul says, I'm praying for, that's why, like, like I said, with my experience, nobody has ever come to say, pray for the grace of God upon. No, never. Oh, just pray for my job. Let me be promoted. Pray that I'll be promoted. But he says, look, grace is when God himself is helping you. Have you not seen people, you don't know how much effort they make, how much work they do, but they just seem to, any good thing, they are, they are part of it. Any good thing, they are in it. Somebody is helping them. Many of us are not where we are supposed to be because we have not gotten the right person to help us. Or we have not gotten anybody at all to help us. There are people who are very intelligent, who could have done well in school and everything, but there's nobody to help them to go to school. Nobody to help them with school fees. Nobody to help them with what they need. So they, they struggle. Nobody. God himself is going to help you. From today, God is going to help you. I said from today, God, after today's service, God is going to help you. I don't know whether it's with your school. I don't know whether it's with your marriage. I don't know whether it's with your Christian life. I don't know whether it's with your job. I don't know whatever area it is, but God is going to help you. A little grace, a little peace. God is going to help you. Sometimes you have children. Look, if you have children, eh? hey. Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabachthani. Yeah, and that's not tongues. That's just Hebrew. Children. Look, children, when they are little, little babies, when they are, they are very little, little babies, you have them two years, three years, very beautiful. Hey, kiss, kiss, mommy. Mwah. Kiss, kiss, daddy. Mwah. That's it. Very nice. Very beautiful. A little while. Let them become teenagers. When children become teenagers, I said when they, when they start to count their age and they see 13, 14, 15, 16. When they see the teen, it's your birthday today, right? Happy birthday. Love you lots. Look. What, 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 what teen is he in now? What teen? 14. When they enter into the teens, they start to they start to form their own opinions. I'm talking about help with their children. They start their bills become more, their school fees becomes more. Even taking care of them becomes more troublesome. And they're eating. Look, let me tell you this. Oh, my children. I pity my children. Eh? My children, how are you? Give daddy a wave. Love you guys. 
Back in the day, when I make jollof rice, one bowl of jollof rice, the whole family will eat it and eat it for another meal. So we can eat it today, eat it again on Friday. Now, when I make the same, with the same amount of spices, the same amount of rice, the same amount of meat on the same stove, when I finish cooking, daddy, is the, is the, is the, is the jollof ready? I said, okay, it's ready. I have to put a restriction. If I don't put a restriction, my wife will not get some. Because as, as for me, I'm there. When they eat, I make sure I get my portion. By the time my wife comes from work, there will be no jollof for her. Yeah. Yeah, she will have to start her jollof from the scratch. Yeah. They see, and so now once, gone. Why? Meanwhile, when they were small, they just eat small. They are okay. They, and, but I'm saying that they start to form their opinions. And when they start to form their opinions, if, you don't, if God doesn't help you, their opinions will be different from your opinions. And when their opinions become different from, now they start doing what they want to do, not what you want them to do. But that's why you need a little grace. But when God decides to help you, God aligns their, the, the things they like, the things they want to do, their intentions, their desires, with the same thing that you also want to, them to have. Yeah, God aligns it. God aligns it. So you see, they start to want to do what you want them to do. I've also always wanted, one of my prayers, one of my children, at least one of my children should be a doctor. But I've never sat down to have a conversation with my children. One of my children must be, I put it to you in the name of Jesus, by the authority of God invested in me, as your father would give back to you in this world, that thou might, thou mayest be a doctor. No. I was sitting there myself when my own son came to ask me that. Daddy, can I be a neurosurgeon? I said, oh, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> There's no discussion. God bless you. God bless you. You look, you need God's help in your life at your workplace. You need God. There are so many people at your work who are trying to remove you from your workplace. So, one lady she came to see me, she's, she's a top executive at her workplace. But between her and the final boss, there's one person, and I don't know whether that one person didn't like the idea that she was giving that position. Do you get like third in command? Ever since she got that position, that guy has been working against the sins just to find something so that they can let her go. Just to find something so that they can let her go. But when God is helping you, you see, they are working fair, but still. They are working, but still. I said they are working. They be working against you, but still. Yeah. One lady, she came to see me. She said, she said to me, at my work, I'm talking about a little grace. She came to say, at my workplace, there are some people we, we were involved in, we stole some things. A little chicken, a little egg. <laughs> and that we just redirected the chicken. Do, do you get it? And then, now they, they are investigating the case. And as they are investigating the case, they are, they are going to watch the CCTV to see who took the chicken. So the people at my workplace came to say that we should go and see a Sangoma so that when they watch the, the CCTV, 
we will not appear. They won't see us. So that the Sangoma can cast a spell so that there will be blindness in the eyes of the managers. IT Sangoma. That Sangoma is an IT Sangoma. No, there are different types of Sangomas. I know, I know a guy called Dr. Kintu. He's a, he's a specialist in another area, but I can't tell. He's into men's, men's sicknesses. So all brothers, if you need help, call me on 07-002-003-40. Just call me. Yeah. So she came to see him. She said she told them that I, I don't do Sangomas. I'm a Christian. Then they say, okay, if you won't go, then I'm, we are going to let the Sangoma do the things. You are the only one who will appear on the thing. So she came to see me. Now when she came to see me, she told me, I said, you two, why do you steal chicken that doesn't belong to you? Why do you steal a chicken? A little chicken, a little egg, why do you steal it? I said, don't do that again. Okay, ask God to forgive you. We prayed for forgiveness. Then I prayed with her. I said, listen, this case, today is the last day of it. It's ended. Whatever muti they do, that's their problem. Up to today, as I speak to you, the lady I'm talking, she's now the manager of that business. The, the place she was working, she's now the manager. She's now the manager. Yeah. A little grace. That you, you are trying. What does grace covers for the side, the part that you cannot do? Yeah. What, I'm talking about what grace is. Maybe next week I'll talk about what pieces. But what grace makes up for where we are inadequate. Where we are inadequate. All of us are inadequate one, one way or, the, or, the, or another. All of us. All of us. There's, there's always something that you don't have enough of. You don't have enough of. All of us. Either you are not, you are not tall enough or you are not short enough. You are not fat enough. You are not slim enough. Depending on what you need to do. You are not rich enough or you are not poor enough. Because some of the grants, it's based on how poor you are. And sometimes you are just 100 rands over the threshold. Yeah, sometimes you can't have certain grants, you can't have certain bursaries because your mother earns 6,000 rands and your father earns 12,000 rands. If your father was just earning 10,000 rands, you will qualify for it. Sometimes you are just not. You, some, maybe you don't speak Zulu well enough. Yeah, you don't speak, speak Zulu well enough. You can't look at people and say, Bafetu, and start talking to them. Kampa Ganjan. Yeah. You can't do that. When I'm walking with Lungana, I see him talking to everyone. Kampa Ganjan, Kushab. I say, wow, this guy is great. I don't speak Zulu well enough. Sometimes also you don't speak English well enough. Or Africans, or something. Just you not in so grace comes in the help of God comes in when you are just not enough. Sometimes you are just not beautiful enough. And I said, beauty lies in the eye of the beholder. Said the elephant as he stooped down to kiss the pig. Yeah, maybe the person who is looking is like, oh, should I choose this beloved or this beloved? Then he looks and says, she's not beautiful enough. Yeah, one day, I wish I had a lot of time. One day. There was a brother. He was, he was balancing between two sisters to make a decision on which, I mean balancing, it's like she was, she's, he was spying the two, trying to decide. So as he was, so I said, oh, watch them for some time, decide. 
what you want. But as I was looking at the case, I knew which one would be good for him. Do you get it? Because look, a certain level of beauty comes with, you need a certain level of money to afford it. Look, let's be serious. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay, don't go and blame me at home. I'm just saying. Look, your, 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 your paycheck cannot afford. But he said he was spying these two. So after a while, I called, so brother, how far? Then he said, oh, you know something, pastor? I think I like this one. Now he chose the one that he cannot afford. Yeah, he cannot afford. Okay. Then I knew that this one is at least by the time she gets to that level, he will probably have also got into that level. I said, oh. And this one, so oh, she's not beautiful enough. I said, oh, okay. Then I left it there. Today, the one that she chose, he chose, she's a business consultant. This guy has not even passed grade 12. Do you understand why I say she, he, he, he can't afford it? Even his credit, if we do a credit check, he will not pass the credit check for this one. Yeah. But the reason why she didn't choose this first one, the one which would have worked for him, that time, this one, she had also just finished grade 12. She was trying to do some learnership, something. So you, I, I said to her, you will all grow together. Oh, I want the one that is already made. I said, look at this one. Even her makeup alone, you can't afford it. He said, no, this one is not beautiful enough. Look, no, you, not every beauty is affordable. I'm telling you. Sometimes the, the lipstick alone, you can't afford it. Yeah. The, the lipstick is Victoria's secret. Do you know Victoria before you will know her secret? Somebody say amen. A little grace. Yeah. Sometimes, look, sometimes we are not smart enough. Sometimes you didn't know mathematics enough. Sometimes you have not worked hard enough. That's when God's grace comes in to help you. Sometimes we don't meet the requirements. When they put the requirement, they, we don't meet it. But God decides, let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help this one. Let me help this one. That is what we all need for our lives. A little grace. A little grace. A little grace. A little grace. Now, how does grace come? Or oh, let me talk about peace. Then I talk. My time is even up. How does grace come? Proverbs 33. Verse 34. And then James 4, verse 6. Proverbs 33, 4. Please, 34. No, 3, 34. Not 33, 4. It says, he is cornered at the scorn. For surely he is cornered at the scorners. Scorners are like people who are puffed up and proud. He scorns at them. The first scorn means he laughs. At the proud, because to scorn also means to mock and to laugh. So he said, he laughs at proud people, but he gives grace to the lowly. To get grace, you must humble yourself. You must humble yourself. You must, some of you are too tall. You have to come down. You have to come down. Some of you are too high. You have to come down so that you can attract God's help. I mean, think about it. If you were going to do something, you see two people around having a problem. You see one person is so it looks like he can do it all. Then the other one is like he's struggling. Who are you likely to help? 
the one that is struggling. The one that is struggling. The one that is struggling. You help the one that is struggling. Many of us, when God looks at us, we look like we can do it all. We give an impression, oh, I can do it all. I have it all covered. I have everything on lock. Everything is under control. I'm at my hundreds. I can control everything. So God also just steps back. He's, he sits back. God calls his angel. He calls angel Michael, angel Gabriel. Who are some of them? Angel Mandla, angel um, um, Dumisani. Then they start to lie. So look at that proud girl over there. She thinks that by her makeup, she can get her beloved to marry her. They will just be sleeping with her. You watch. I'm telling you about 17 people are going to sleep with her in the next two years. And none of them will marry. Then, 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 then Angel Dumin Sani, he's the big one. He will just hit Angel Mandla. Then they'll start like, <laughs> Then they are just walking. Why? Proud. Proud. He looks at the proud people. He's like, ah. You think you can help yourself? Help yourself. I'm watching you. He says, he gives grace to the humble. Those who are low. Those who come down and say, oh, look, God, you know most. You, you know my family background. You know that I didn't go to school enough. You know that this thing, I can't do it. Please help me. I'm doing my best, but my best is not good enough. My best is not good enough. Please help me. Then God said, oh, this one, he needs help. Let me help him. This one, she needs help. Let me help him. This one, she needs help. Let me help him. That's it. Let me help. But when we come all puffed up, how do you see when people, you see when you give them advice, when you give them counsel, you see that this one puffed up. Yeah, you are dealing with puffed daddy. Big and proud. Sometimes even you can see the, proud, the pride when they start telling you the, the problem. I'll shock you. And, you know, Mr. Bishop, me, I'm not like that. Ah, you are not like that, how? How come you are in that problem? If you are not like that, before we even go in, if you are not like that, how come you are in? Let me take off my jacket. Please, James, 10 minutes. Why? Please, Corona. Yeah, 10 minutes and we are done. You know that next week we'll talk about peace. You know they are proud. By When they start talking about the problem. Amy, I'm not, I'm, I'm not into fornication. As for me, I'm not like that. It's my first time. I'd never do anything like that. No, when I see women, I bind them. As soon as I see them, even when I'm coming from far away, I start to bind them. Father, I bind the strange woman. I bind that yellow bone. I bind that, that, that dark and lovely. I bind the tall girls. I bind the short girls. I bind the heavy ones. I bind the slim. I bind all of them. I bind the Zulus. I bind the bosses. I bind the foreigners. I bind all of them. So, pastor, I am not like that. Say to say totally behind. So, for such a thing to happen to somebody like me, it 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 is really really uh, unbelievable, very unbelievable. Because I like to let you know because this is the first time something like this has ever. You already see. You already, I was a virgin since 1962. 
and I was born in 1999. Nothing like this. I, I usually don't take things that don't belong to me. I don't know how it got into my bag. I can't, I can't believe that my hand actually took it and put it in my pocket. Meanwhile, you have been caught for shoplifting. One day, I, I went to Woolworth and I, I had something I bought from Woolworth then I went to do an exchange. So when I went to do the exchange, as I was getting out, I met one of my church members. Now mind you, I have a lot of church members. Stop looking at your neighbor and thinking, could it be you, could it be you, could it be you? I've been having church members since 2002, not today. So, <laughs> please, it's not Winnie the Pooh. Please. No Pumba. <laughs> so, I met this, my church member. I said, oh, how are you? Great. Then I started to talk to her. So, when I talked to her, I said, oh, I'm going towards your direction so I can drop you off at home. Then she said, okay. Then, as we were, when we went through the security Get, so I was holding my plastic and she was holding her bag. As soon as we went through the screen, the thing went, ping, 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 ping. I said, hi, boo. <laughs> then the security man came. He's <laughs> a hapa. Hey. So I look, I said, hey. So I came. Then he said, be here. I said, I should pass. So both of us, we passed. Beep, beep. Hey. I said, hey, I'm a very popular pastor in this city. <laughs> not, not today, not today. So then they said. So I went through. Quiet. So then he said. Then. When she beep, I said, hey. They said. <laughs> then they took us to the security office. Please let me know when 10 minutes is up, I'll close. They took us to the security office. When they took us there, they started to interrogate us because it could be that she's the one beeping, but maybe it's a conspiracy. Yeah, yeah so, so. so they asked me, where do I know her from? I said, well, I'm her pastor. She's my church member. Then they asked, so, Pastor, Pastor Wam. I said, eh? Aibo. So, just that time, my wife called me. She said, she said where are you? I said, oh, I've been arrested. <laughs> where? Traffic cop, because if anybody's traffic cop, police, mm, traffic cop, maybe I'm overspeeding. No, I said, no traffic cop. Wet cop. <laughs> hey, then they, 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 they did their investigation and they saw that the girl, look, she has stolen from Faustini, she has stolen from here, here, and then she had. Wet goes outside to the taxi run, so from Wet, she's on her way home. So, but me, Pastor, it's my first time. The next, the Sunday, she was sitting in church and I was, I said, Glory be to God. I said, I got a little grace. Now, how did she get out of it? I mean, I have a... a, a God is good, though. Look, when God is helping you, and no man can help... 
Your mother can't help you like the way God is. God can help you. Surprisingly, at that same Wuwet, I had a church member at the Wuwet. And then she just came and said, oh, hello, pastor. I said, oh, do you know? I said, oh, yeah, that's my pastor. Then the people, oh, we are sorry, sir. I said, yeah, you must be sorry. <laughs> yeah, you must be sorry. Yeah. And I started to beg for the girl. I said, if they see her at Wuwet again, they will arrest her. So that's how she escaped. When God is helping. How can it be that the day you were going to steal or the day they are going to catch you, your pastor happened to be around on that same day and God gave, the, gave your pastor favor before the people so that he can beg for you. So that he can beg for you. It's only God. A little grace. A little peace. Look, if God doesn't help you, and I'm talking about God doesn't help proud people. And I say, hey, how does he see that? How do we see? When you give people advice, so, do this. Then they, they also start off, oh, I, 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 I think I should do this. I, I said, if you know what to do, why did you even come to see me? Why are you wasting pastoral time? There are a lot of humble people who will do with my help. Give me a chance to pastor them. How do you see pride? When people, they've made a mistake, then they start to explain the mistake. They start to justify themselves. Yeah, or blame other people. Oh, it's because my mother shouted at me. Look, you failed the exam. Let's stop. Let's be serious. The problem is about the exam that you wrote and you failed. And my mother turned off the light at four o'clock. My mother was shouting at me. So emotionally, my heart was broken. My grandmother was coughing. So I thought it was Corona. So I went to sleep. But they just blame us. So, so the failure of the exam is everybody's fault. My teacher doesn't teach properly when she's teaching usually. She, look, I had an Indian lecturer when I was in final year. When he, came, he used to teach microeconomics. When he comes, you don't know who he's talking to. And there's a microphone he's supposed to use for all of us. And we are about 400 in the class. Everybody's supposed to. It's like a convention. I'm told it's like Swollen Sunday. It's like, talk to the microphone for us. He won't wear the microphone. He won't wear the microphone. He's just there and he's talking and he's talking to himself. And you know the way the lecture theaters are, they, they define where you can sit. You can't come beyond that point. Then he's behind the desk in front of the board. Then he's just talking. Then he will draw the captures. And when it comes to microeconomy, if you don't understand what is going on from the beginning, it's like when the referee whistles and they start, if you don't get it, you are. At any point you are lost, you are lost for the rest of the day. That's all. There's nothing you can do. There's no comeback. Because everything is connected. Because of this one, that's why this one is the way it is. And because of this, that's why this. So if you get lost at the second graph, there's no way you can understand the third graph. Because you don't even know why we are doing the third graph. Yeah, then he'll write P1 to P2. So now you have to use intelligence. You know, P1 to P2 means that price one. Price two means price has changed. Do you, do you get it? That's the first price, then the second. So P1 to P2. So now it means that the next graph is going to draw. He's now going to illustrate the effect of P1 to P2. So maybe the price was 10 rands. Now it's 12 rands. What will it be? Then he's, but if you are not, if, you, if God doesn't help you, you won't understand anything he's saying. Because you will not hear anything he's doing. When he gets here, then he will take that. Then he will come and clean. Meanwhile, you are lucky. You are trying to understand what is here. He has now started to erase this one. He's drawing. Then he erase. Hey! 
you need grace to pass. Without the grace of God, you can't pass. Yeah, you can't pass. You, can't, you see, they blame everybody. No, it's my mother's fault. It's my neighbor's fault. It's my auntie's fault. It's this person, not me. It's me or you are in the center of the case. You see. But may God help us. May we humble ourselves for God. To my final scripture, James chapter 4, verse 6. James chapter, I close with this. I say, a little grace. A little grace. A little grace. May you enjoy a little grace and a little peace. Next week, I talk about peace. A little grace and a little peace for your life. He says, but he gives, I'm showing you how grace comes. Next week, we'll look at peace and how it comes. He says, but he giveth more grace. That is God. Wherefore, he saith, God resisted the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. From today, may we all humble ourselves. May we humble, may we, don't see, sometimes there's a confusion you are trying, even sometimes you see the pride by, uh, by our unwillingness to forgive. forgive. Unwillingness to, when you don't forgive, basically what you are saying is that you don't do anything that you need forgiveness. Do you get it? Uh-huh. So, because our forgiveness buys us also forgiveness. Well, let's say, when, 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 when somebody does something against me, when I forgive the person, then God will also forgive me. So, when I decide that I won't forgive this person, what I'm saying is that I'm not going to make any mistake. So, I, would, I don't need forgiveness. Yeah, and that's, that's where you see how pride comes up. You won't forgive. That's one issue. We'll grind it. I mean, we'll stretch the issue from today. Till next year. The issue can never end. The issue can, we, we advise, the issue won't end. We beg, the issue won't end. We cry, the issue won't end. We lie on the floor, the issue will never end. A little grace, a little praise. But God doesn't help proud people. God doesn't help proud people. He helps humble people. He helps humble people who come there and say, Look, God, I'm, when people sin, I say, Me too, I'm a sinner just like these guys. Even I'm worse off than these guys. I'm worse off. God even sees our pride when we pray. When we pray. That's why I said, Don't be like the hypocrite, for they love to pray. The day the sinner and the Pharisee went to pray, the Pharisee started to, the sinner said, Lord, I'm not even worthy. I'm not qualified to come to pray to you. But please, I need you. Then the Pharisee can say, God, I'm not like this sinner. This wretched sinner over there. I'm not like him. So me, dear, me, dear, Coco Cry, I've been in the church for so many years. You have to answer my prayer. You have to hear my cry. Ask for me and you have to hear me. Then God said, don't be like those hypocrites. Be like this publican. Humble on the ground. From today, may we mellow. So that God Himself said, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. I see God's grace coming into our lives to lift us up. Today you may be down, but as you humble yourself, God himself will lift you up. At your workplace, at your school, in your health, in your family, God himself is giving grace. He's sending help so that he can lift you up. From today, nobody will be low. Because we will humble ourselves for God himself to lift us up. From today, nobody will be helpless because we will humble ourselves so that God himself will give us grace and God himself will help us. Stand to your feet. Let's share with a prayer. Little grace and a little peace. A little grace and a little peace. Lift up your hands wherever you are and say, Lord, we need your help. As a church, we need your help. As a pastor, I need God's help. You can't build a church without God helping you. 
You need God's help. We need God's help. We can't do what we are doing if God doesn't help us. Lift your voice wherever you are. Tell God, I need your grace. I need your grace. I need your help. I need your help. I need your in my business. I need you. I want everybody pray for what you do right now. Your job. Your job. In this season that people are losing their jobs. Pray that God will help you never to be unemployed. Never, if you are a student, pray that the school is your job. Pray that you will do well in it. Pray for God's help in that area right now. Lift your voice and pray wherever you are. Mato sipa kolabaka kemoso talibaba sentolobo shatoliko se kamando balim tambua ripato tale kamado balim totabin. Lord, help us, help us, help us, help us, Lord, help us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ripo tase kobala kaya totolo skepatokala ripo lava kantolobo skepando bras tepelebo. Help us, 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 Lord. Lepakoli pakota sebi. Help us, oh God. Help us, oh God. We humble ourselves. It is humility that makes you ask for help. Sometimes people are so proud they will never ask for help but it's humility that makes you ask for help ask for help wherever you are now 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 help with your job help with your christian life help with your family life help with your children help with your parents many of us have very bad relationships with our parents but ask the holy spirit to help you to develop a proper relationship with them we give you glory we give you praise I want us to pray for help in one more two areas we are going to pray for help in our health in our health the main challenge we are facing right now is against our help and our jobs so we have prayed about the job. Begin to pray about your health right now. Say, help me. Pray that God will cover you. God will protect you. God will deliver you from any evil that is around. Any evil pestilence. Pray for God to help. Help, help, help from God. In our health. In our health. Grace, Lord. A little grace, Lord. A little grace, Lord. A little grace, Lord. A little grace, Lord. Shalaba soka taliba la baba skebaste polaya landolo mikota toki kola shatoli sotali bokaya pandolo bosetoni lokaya sitola keto talebo sitola rapandolo boseton tilianda kaloa lepa kota leba wherever you are at home. Yes. At home, pray now, pray now. Help in your health. Help in your health. Help in your health. In the name of Jesus. La Pakota Sekedi. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you. Finally, I want us to pray and ask for God's help in our area of weakness. Bible says, likewise, the spirit helps our infirmity. Romans 8:26. Likewise. The Spirit helps us. The Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. Want to pray. Any area that you are weak. Maybe you are here, you are struggling with pornography. 
you have watched so much pornography that you know every pornographic actor on on internet yes pray today maybe you are here you are struggling maybe you are at home you are struggling with an addiction addiction to drugs addiction to alcohol addiction to sex addiction to any type of wrongdoing addiction to wickedness there are are people they are Christian but they enjoy wickedness punishing people for things yeah it's a weakness it's a weakness. I need to pray wherever you, those of you, I don't know whether you have weaknesses. You don't look like you have weaknesses. So those of you at home, those, yeah, at home, pray, say, God, help me in the area that I'm weak. Maybe you are weak when it comes to money, when it comes to money, when it comes to money, as soon as money comes to you, money flies away, money disappears and flies away. Pray right now. Say, Lord, help me, help me, help me, help me. Maybe you struggle to tell the truth. You struggle to tell the truth. Anytime you are asked anything, you have to come up with a lie. You have to come any area that you are struggling. Ask God to help you. Ask God to help you. There's somebody here. You struggling. You struggle with staying with the same thing. The same thing. The same thing. Just, just struggling with staying with the same thing. The least opportunity you want to change it. Even if it's good for you, you want to change to something else. Pray that God will help you right now. Right now. Right now. Every addiction is being broken now in the name of Jesus. 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 Addiction to drugs. Addiction to to substances. Addiction to to alcohol. Addiction to sex. Addiction to anything is being broken now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive help from God. Receive help from God. Receive help from God. In the name of Jesus. Receive help from God right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Just thank God for his help right now. I see grace falling on everybody. Everybody under the sound of my voice. Grace is falling on you right now. Grace. God is sending us help now, 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 now. We thank you. We thank you. Thank him for help. Thank him for help right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We bless you. We thank you. Thank you for grace. Thank you for grace. Thank you for grace. Thank you for your help. 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 You give grace. You give grace to the lowly. But you resist the proud. We resist the proud as we humble ourselves. Thank you for help. We give you glory. We give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. Thank you for your help. Thank you for grace thank you for peace. We thank you in advance for your peace. We declare that this week will be a week of peace. We declare that all the fighting will come to an end today. In the name of Jesus. We declare that every battle in our lives will come to an end today in the name of Jesus. That your peace that passes all understanding will prevail now in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We hallow your name. We bless you. Put your hand on your forehead right now and just pray.
I say, Lord, thank you for peace. Thank you for peace. Thank you for peace. The battle is over. The fighting has stopped. We declare that the peace of God that passes all understanding is taking place now in my life, in my family, in my life, in my family, in the church, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Lift your hands. Just wave to him and thank him right now. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Just focus on the Lord. Focus on the Lord. If you are clapping for the Lord, just clap right now. Clap, clap now, 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 now. Clap, clap. Thank you for it's part of a clap. It's, a, it's an offering. It's called a clap offering to say thank you to God. To say thank you to God. David said, clap your hands, all ye land. Shout with a voice of triumph. So when we clap to God, we are saying thank you to God. Father, we bless you. We thank you. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. You are here this morning. You want to say, Pastor, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Finally, today I want to humble myself and surrender my life to Jesus. I want Jesus to become the Lord of my life. I don't want to be cast in the lake that is burning with fire. Please pray for me and pray with me today. If you are here like that, every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are. Every eye closed, please. And let's give people privacy. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift your right hand. I'll pray with you. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. I'll pray with you right now. If you are at home, you want to give your life to Jesus. Also, I'm coming to pray with you. I'm coming to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift your, if you are lifting your hand, lift it high above you. Don't be shy. Everybody here who's not doing it has done it before. Lift up your right hand. If your hand is up, I want you to come to me. I'll pray with you. I know this, but come to me. Just come to the front here. I'll pray with you. Lift it up your hand. Just come. Just come, I'll pray with you. My brother, come. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Come, come. I'll pray with you. I'll just pray with you. It's just a short prayer. I'll pray with you. It's okay. Let him be there. It's okay. Let's observe social distances, even in heaven. Please, this way, this way. I'll pray with you. If you're at home, you are also, you want to give your life to Jesus. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Look at me. Let's pray this prayer together. It's your prayer. I'm helping you to pray. So please, if you're in front, look at me and let's pray. Say, dear Lord Jesus. Say it with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I accept Jesus as the Lord of my life. I believe that he died for me and he rose again. From today, I am born again. I will love the Lord and I will serve him for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. Amen. Father, thank you for these ones. Keep them, bless them, use them to your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.